It's a no-brainer, guys. We all want more peace in our relationships. I know you want to feel understood and love for who you really are. I bet you feel unseen, maybe even disregarded. So maybe you've stopped sharing your truest emotions because you fear it will just cause conflict. Well, I'm here to help you break the silence and avoidance in your most valuable relationships, starting with the relationship with God and yourself. Can you imagine feeling peace and safety as you gear up to express yourself fully and honestly, knowing you're going to be received with love, grace, and acceptance? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I too have felt unheard and misunderstood, especially with the people who I thought should know me best. I desired vulnerability and honest conversation that inspired growth and healing. But the reality was my honesty just caused more conflict. But I kept trying harder. I kept pursuing. I kept being fully honest until I wasn't anymore. And I stopped expressing myself fully to try to protect myself from more rejection and disappointment over lack of connection. But then I realized there was this safe place where I was already accepted, already wanted for the real me. And I found healing and intimacy through honest communication with God. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where you will find grace and freedom to be fully you, and where you're constantly reminded of God's invitation to friendship and intimacy with Him simply by being honest. Pull on your shoes, I'm going to grab my dog Mia, and let's go for a little walk in the sunshine while we chat. Recently, I had a friend call and tell me an idea that popped into their mind and what they were supposed to do with that. And I asked, you know, just a few simple questions. I said, is it obviously morally wrong? No. Is it illegal? No. Does it go against everything you know about what God says? No. Okay, well, then my advice to them was, well, how about you just act on that idea and then see what God does with it? And they said... Yeah, that's a good idea. Because here's the thing I've learned over the years is that we can get stuck in making decisions because we're so afraid of making the wrong decision. We're so afraid of making the wrong choice, of getting it wrong, of failing, of the consequences that might come with a bad choice. I think I probably lived as if I thought I had more control than I really do. I thought if I made all the right choices, then everything would go well. And if I made a bad choice, then I had this power to screw everything up big time. God doesn't give me that much control. He gives me free will, but he doesn't give me that much control. He promises that he will see me through to completion. And now I can see how that tells me that I don't have the power to screw up my life in such a way that can't be redeemed. I think of Corey Ten Boom, I think it's her that the quote is, there's not a, a pit so deep that God's grace isn't there. It's something along those lines. But I, I guess I just lived as if I thought I had to get it all right to receive God's blessing. I had to get everything, cross all my T's and dot all my I's and then everything would line up with this fruitful goodness and blessing from the Lord. And the honest, ugly truth really today is that we're going to get things wrong. But the beautiful truth is, is that God's grace is big enough. It's big enough for when I do wrong and it's big enough to help me do right. A few years ago, I was faced with a decision and a friend, no, not a friend, 
someone I was a friend to said to me, well, what if you get it wrong? And it had that undertone of thinking that I was going to make the wrong decision. But my response was, well, you know what? I am going to believe that God's grace is big enough to handle if I make a wrong decision. When my response so quickly came out that way, I don't know that I fully grasped that belief. I'm not sure that I really believed that if I made a wrong decision that I wasn't going to screw everything up and ruin everything in my life. But those are the words that came out of my mouth without thought. It's almost as if the Holy Spirit just oozed them out of me and surprised even me. And what he did with that was really start teaching me about his grace and about how It's His grace that empowers me to do right, to do things that are a blessing, to add value, to shine His light into others. It's His grace that empowers me and allows me to do that. But that is the same grace that also covers me when I make a wrong choice. It's the same grace that turns ashes of my life into something that's beautiful. It's the same grace that redeems those places that are broken. It's the same grace that repairs the breach. It's the same grace that restores what the locusts have eaten. It's the very same grace. But I think sometimes we live in such a way that we really do believe we have more control than we do. And it keeps us stuck. In my own life, the fear of getting it wrong was debilitating. It caused so much tension in my life and it really delayed I mean, I know God's timing is perfect, but I think it really delayed an increased trust to grow in me. I think it delayed just moving forward. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was talking about how we just need to make a decision because a lack of making a decision is really a decision. It's a decision to stay stuck. It's a decision to not move forward. And so this podcast host was talking about how if we will just make a decision and move forward, trust the process and trust the God of grace who leads us, who whispers into us, this is the way you should go, who whispers into us all kinds of mysteries we do not know. If we can trust God in our decision making, And if he's living inside of us, and if we're believers, that should be a belief that he is. And he is guiding us. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He's our helper. He's supposed to, not supposed to, but he does. He was sent to us as a helper to help us and to guide us. So today, just ask yourself if you are feeling the tension of being stuck. And if that stuckness is coming from a place where you have not made a decision one way or the other. And if that is you, is it because you're afraid of making the wrong choice? And if that is a yes, then is it because you don't think God's grace is big enough to handle whatever needs to be handled for you to still be able to be in his favor, for you to still to receive his blessings? Because the God of grace is a grace giver and he reigns on the just and the unjust. He does favor his children, but he is a good God that gives good gifts because that's who he is. He's a giver. Yes, there are blessings in obedience and there are curses in disobedience. 
But like I've talked about before, that blessing is him. It's his presence. It's not material things that we can wrap our our hands around. The blessing of obedience is him with us. It's his presence with us. It's him guiding us. It's his grace over us. He is the blessing. So today, just remember that we're going to get things wrong. That's the ugly truth of it. But there are some tips I want to offer today to overcome that fear of getting it wrong so you don't have to keep being stuck. The number one thing I want to offer you is to be in communication with God. And that doesn't mean you do all the talking. That means you need to practice listening. You need to practice. I don't, I hate that you need to because it feels like I'm putting a shit on you. And I don't mean it that way, but we need to be or we could benefit from becoming people who learn to discern and hear the voice of God in the everyday happenings, whether it be as we read God's word, as we're listening to music, as we're having conversations with friends, as we sit out in nature, as we watch the wind move through the trees or the bees flutter along the flowers, whatever it is, we need to learn to hear that still small voice of God whispering into us because he really does whisper into us the way we should go. He whispers into us ideas. He whispers into us truths. He whispers into us people's names to pray for, to encourage, to reach out to. He's always whispering. I think it's in Proverbs where it says wisdom is always calling out. So God is always calling out to us. He's always speaking in our direction. And so we need or we could benefit from becoming people who really practice the art of listening to the voice within us, that spirit that's whispering, this is the way, walk in it, or this is the idea I have for you I would like you to be obedient to, or this is the person I need you to approach, this is the person I need you to forgive, this is the emotion I need you to offer up to me right now. So that number one tip is just to be in communication with God, and communication is a two-way street where you, yes, you offer words, but you also offer a listening ear, an attentive ear. The second tip I have for you is to respond to every spontaneous idea that comes to your mind. That sounds crazy, and that is not something that we are taught. We are taught to seek counsel, to to weigh options, to make a pro and con list, to really think before we act, and those are all wise instructions. But if we're going to get to a place where we are led by the Holy Spirit, then we're going to have to trust that it's Him speaking into us. We're going to have to trust that when somebody's name pops into my mind, that that might be God's invitation for me to reach out to them. And the thing is, if it wasn't, if I got it wrong, guess what? There's God's grace to cover that. But if we got it right, guess what? That's God's grace that is going to empower not just us, but that person we just spoke life and courage into. So I just want us to become highly aware of the spontaneous ideas and promptings that come into our spirits, our hearts, our mind. Because what if those truly are invitations to us? What if those truly are God communicating with us? What if those are the ways the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, do this. Hey, walk this way. Hey, be careful of that. Hey, be cautious here. Hey, jump full head on into this spot. I think sometimes our fear and our control our fear of failure, our fear of success, our fear of whatever, it's 
keeping us stuck, just like we talked about at the beginning of this, we keep ourselves from moving forward because we're afraid of getting it wrong. God puts somebody on our heart and we're afraid to reach out to them. What if that is God giving us the go-to to speak life into someone who needs that encouragement, but we're afraid. We're afraid of getting it wrong. We're afraid of getting them or giving them a word of courage because we might be off. We might not have heard right. We might whatever. It's just all fear. So just respond to every spontaneous idea that comes to mind because guess what? God's grace is big enough if you accidentally get it wrong. The third thing, uh, the third tip I would like to offer today is rest in his ability to cover us with his grace. Just like we just got through talking about. Yes, the honest, ugly truth is that we are going to get it wrong. But the beautiful truth is that we might just get it right. And a deeper truth is, is that God in his ability and in his sovereignty, in his promise to see us through to completion, in his promise to take all things and work them out. It's almost like we can't get it wrong. And don't hear me say that I can do whatever I want and because I can't get it wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that his grace is big enough. His grace, I'm thinking about the bowling alley right now. When you take little kids and you put up those bumpers to, you know, direct that ball. I feel like the Holy Spirit's grace is that for us. Yes, we can fall into the gutter, but God's grace is deep enough to bump us back on the path he has for us. His grace is big enough to empower the things that we do. So anyway, that's just my tip for you today. I just feel like myself over the course of my life and the friends that I talk to and the messages I get in my inbox, they're packed full of fear and they're packed full of stuck hearts, afraid to move forward because we just don't know the next step. But what if that next step isn't given to us until we take the first step? What if we have this really huge decision that we need to make and we're not going to feel confident in that decision until we solidify it, until we make it, until we move forward in it? So anyway, just to recap today, those tips for overcoming fear of getting it wrong is to be in communication with God and learn to listen, respond to every spontaneous idea that comes to mind, and rest in his ability to cover us with his grace. That's all I have for you guys today. If you want to grab that link in the show notes to book a coaching session with me, if you feel stuck and unable to move forward, I would love to help you identify your fears that's keeping you stuck. I would love to help you dig out your beliefs about God, whether or not you really do believe he's a grace giver and whether you believe that he, you know, demands perfection, whatever the lies that we are believing concerning God, I can just help you get unstuck from that. So I'm thankful you're here. Go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review if you're liking this podcast. Shoot me uh, private messages in the places that you can find me. Those are in the show notes too. And I will talk to you guys soon. I love walking with you guys, but I did it again. I always seem to do all the talking, especially in this space. But I want to hear from you. It's a highlight to hear the honest parts of what's on your heart. So go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community where you can chime in about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to The Honest Ugly, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. I'll talk to you guys soon. Say this with me. I am fully known and deeply loved. Nothing I can do will make God love me more and nothing I do will make him love me less.